Hey there, everyone. This is Rob Harston, and I just want to welcome you to episode two of the New Life Bible Study podcast. Um, just a real quick history of how all this started. I'm pretty new to podcasting, but I enjoy listening to podcasts. And, uh, you know, the Lord put it on my heart to use this platform to encourage people uh, through God's word. And, and more importantly, I get to pray for people. Um, so here we are episode number two. But what I want to do is I want to break this up into three different parts, uh, today being the first one. Obviously, next week we'll do the second one and then do the third one after that. Um, this is a series that I've called Not Troubled Hearts, Just Believing Hearts. And I think we can all agree that we've had our tr- our hearts troubled at some point um, to the point of when we can't sleep, uh, we can't eat, and it even sometimes affects our belief that God can even take care of what we're going through, but he can. Um, so uh, to, you look at it this way, man, to, to say we're living in interesting times is an understatement. Uh, as I stated on the show last week, this virus, the, the this COVID-19 virus has our nation rocked and it's gripped with fear and uncertainty. People are stocking up on things like food and sanitizer and, of all things, toilet paper. Why toilet paper? Why are you buying it all? But go ahead, I guess. Um, but the funny thing was is I was driving on the freeway on Sunday, and, and I saw a box fall out, a big box of toilet paper fall, and it was all over the freeway. And I almost pulled over, not because I needed some, but because with people freaking out and buying it, I thought I could make some extra money. But I didn't do that. But if you <laughs> if you look at it, it's almost like we're living in a movie, like an end of times apocalyptic movie um, where there's mass panic, there's mass hysteria, mass fear. And if you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ today, I want to be able to encourage you with this verse in God's word that we will discuss. And Jesus told his disciples too. And I just want to say this. If you are not a believer and you are listening to this, I pray that during this episode you will find hope in Jesus. And at the end, I can help you give, an, give you an opportunity to come into a relationship with him. So if you have a copy of God's word, we'll be looking at this passage today in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 1. And it says this, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. If you can stop and just join me in a, in a word of prayer. Real quick, it would be great. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it is true. We thank you that you inspired it. And Lord, we just pray that you would bless this time that we're looking at this and that people would find hope in the message that you give. So we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let me set the scene for you. Uh, Jesus is telling him, hey, let let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Well, uh, you know, Jesus and his disciples had gathered in the upper room, and this was just about before Jesus was arrested. And the disciples had a lot of reasons to be troubled. Jesus had just told them that one of them was a traitor, that all of them would deny him, and that he would leave them that night. And all of this would legitimately trouble the disciples. In other words, their world is about to be shattered. They, they would be confused and their anxiety levels would reach an all-time high and their, their stress levels would be through the roof because of all the events that were going to be soon taking place. And knowing this, Jesus spoke and comforted their hearts. Notice it was Jesus who comforted their hearts. Usually when somebody is telling you that they're going to go away or possibly even that they are dying, we want to pray with them and we want to comfort them. You see, the disciples had that opportunity to pray for Jesus and support him in this time. And this is, this is just hours before he was going to go to the cross and die. 
But Jesus, having that heart of a servant and, and the love he had for them, he had to support them not only spiritually, but also emotionally. These guys were a wreck. So Jesus had to spiritually give them support and emotionally give them support. In this day, our hearts can be troubled. Like I said earlier, it can be financial problems. It can be relationship problems. And it can be health problems as we see today what is going on with this virus. You see, people everywhere long for the peace in their hearts, but only Jesus can bring us that comfort. We can try it on our own. We can just go out and try it on our own. We can try it through, we can try to find comfort through books and movies and TV, music and other people. And it just to no avail because we still don't get the comfort Jesus gives. And Jesus gives us the basis for this comfort. He says, You believe in God, believe also in me. See, the word believe here is in the Greek, it's, it's rendered twice. And this can be either imperative or indicative in each case. The expression might be translated in any one of a variety of ways. It could mean, you believe in God, believe also in me. Or, believe in God, believe also in me. Or it could say, do you believe in God? Well, believe in me also. And, and, and I, I think John understands it this way. He says, faith in Jesus is, is not something – I think he's trying to say this, sorry. Uh, faith in Jesus is not something additional to faith in God to be exercised by those who choose to do so. Rather, since Jesus is the revelation of God and there is no other way to the Father but through him, faith in the Father in any meaningful sense is impossible apart from faith in him. So here, Jesus is urging his followers to continue to believe in the Father and to continue to believe also in him. And so in this way of believing, do not let your hearts be troubled, just Believe. You see, to believe in God is having faith in God. Uh, the faith is not inactive. It's not passive. It is to believe into or believe upon or believe in. The faith we need is an active faith, which is trust. I like this take on faith. If you believe that your car will take you home, how do you get home? By just believing it? No, you believe in it so much that you commit yourself to the car. You get into it and trust that it will get you home. It's the same way we are saved. You believe into Jesus and you trust yourself to him. So as we look to today's issues, especially uh, what's going on today, we should not have troubled hearts but have faith. What kind of faith? Fierce faith. Okay, I'm talking to the Christians here now. I'm talking to you guys. Right now, there are a lot of hopeless people out there who need to hear about Jesus. But if we have fear and worry, we cannot be effective for him. Look at it this way. The world is more impressed by a demonstration of our faith than by a description of it. I like what William Barclay says in his commentary of John. He says it like this. There comes a time when we have to believe where we cannot prove to accept where we cannot understand. If, in the darkest hour, we believe that somehow there is a purpose in life and that purpose is love, even the unbearable becomes bearable. And even in the darkest light, in the darkness, there is a glimmer of light. So to sum it up, Christian brothers, Christian sisters, let's choose to trust in God for everything and believe he will do it. Not just in the small things, but the big things. Remember this, that, that God is bigger than any challenge you will face today, even this virus. So don't let your heart be troubled. 
Have faith and believe. So that is talking to the Christian. Now let me speak to the person who doesn't know and who doesn't believe. Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Have you ever tried to put your trust in him or have you ever put your trust in him and asked him into your heart? Well, we can do that now. But first, there are four things you must understand. One, you must realize that you are a sinner. Number two, you need to recognize that Jesus Christ died on the cross. And number three, you need to repent of your sin. And lastly, number four, receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You see, the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Are you ready to do that today? If you are, just pray this prayer from wherever you are and mean it from your heart. Pray this now. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I repent of my sins and I believe that you died upon the cross for my sins and that you rose from the dead. I confess that you are Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, let me be the first to welcome you into God's family and let you know this is the best decision you'll ever make. Be sure to do another four things. You had to do four things before you prayed. Well, here's your marching orders moving forward after you've made this commitment and after you've prayed. Number one, get a copy of the Bible and start to read the book of John. This is where you're going to find that the love of God. And, and, and when you start le- reading the Bible and learning things about God, you will, it'll strengthen you and it'll change your life. Number two, pray. Praying is like having a conversation with someone, like your family member or a, a friend. But now you're having a conversation with your heavenly father, the creator of the universe. Three, get to a Bible-believing church. Get to a church that is taking the Bible and and teaching through it. And number four, tell somebody what you did. Tell them what Jesus did for you and that Jesus can do the same thing for them. And I just want to encourage you to leave us any prayer requests and let us know how this podcast helped you. In that same box, you can include uh, any questions of the four things I just mentioned. You can do this by visiting our website at newlifebiblestudy.com. I just want to thank you for listening and just to remind you to be sure to listen next Thursday when we discuss part two of this three-part discussion called Not, remember what it is? Not Troubled Hearts, Just Believing Hearts. And there may be a surprise as well, so stay tuned and God bless.